1: I would love to see Mark Recchi. That would be fucking lit if you got him behind the. Bench. He got fired, right? Yeah, he got fired as an
2: assistant coach yeah. in Pittsburgh. Yeah, exactly, oh, my God. exactly, dude. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm
1: talking about. That's what I'm talking about.
2: Welcome to Seltz and Seltzers, a the basketball podcast network podcast hosted by me, Chris Gear, and I have no co-hosts. Just kidding. This is a Bruins podcast. We have real Bruins news. Um, Big Bruins news, Chris. Big yeah. Bruins news. You know what that um, is.
0: What's the big news, Cam? The big news is that they signed Junacoppin to a one-year, two-way contract for seven (laughs) hundred and fifty thousand dollars. This is going to be an hour and a half long episode on the Junacoppin signing.
2: All right, we also got Drew. Hey, Drew. Oh,
1: hey. How's it going?
2: Going real good. So I'm frustrated about some things, boys. What are you frustrated about, Chris? I'm real frustrated. Oh no. The number one thing. Because you know that I've been going through this over the past 10 seconds. Uh, <laughs> Zoom. We need to get back on StreamYard. Zoom absolutely ruins my computer. I don't have my regular microphone. Cam and I are both having trouble pouring our beers properly. So bad.
0: My, like, I, I, I just stopped and restarted,
2: and I didn't understand. I was, There's no way with that pour, it should have phoned up that much. Everything is bad right now. Fuck everything right now. Sucks. <laughs> it burns all over again. For the real ones. Um Yeah, let's let's do beers first, and then we'll talk about Butch. If I can ever get to the fucking beer, I will. Uh, Drew, you first. Drew right, is baby. Drew is currently a bear cub or something. I don't. Yeah, know. yeah and
1: I'm high above, high the, above ice. the ice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have. Oh, it doesn't show you the beer. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Viridian IPA uh, with Citra, Summit, and Azaka hops.
2: I'm not gonna lie, that can looked fucking sick.
1: Yeah, dude. It's I, I've I've had this before. I think Cam has had this on the podcast. Have you or no?
0: which one was it? I was. I was. It's Banded
1: B-A-A. Brewing. Uh, the Viridian IPA maybe i have banned it a few times but not recently so all righty well it's brewed out in a uh, bit of a main six percent uh let's start with drinkability mm. drink a bowl enough especially in the shower uh we're gonna give it a 28 for good old mark Recky, and uh tasteability i'm gonna give it 28 again for future Boston Bruins head coach, Mark Recchi.
2: All right. Nice. I've got a Cellar Maker Brewing Company Mo Nelson IPA. Uh, this one also has a pretty sick can. It is a singular hop set on a black and purple background, all in mosaic form. Um, and... Apparently, the Mo stands for mosaic, which I read on the side, because I am really smart and know what mosaics look like and figured, why would you name a Nelson hopped beer? Or why would you put mosaics on the can of a Nelson hopped beer? It made no sense to me until I read about it. And it says Mo equals mosaic. This series of two hop beers explores how mosaic pairs well with other hops. With its unique piney, dank, tropical fruit aromas and flavor, Mosaic creates a profile which could easily be enjoyed as a single hop beer. Yet, it excels in conjunction with an array of attributes from other hops. Um, yeah, first taste pretty good.
1: But the second, the second, second one that counts.
2: One, yeah, here's the thing. tasteability pretty low, honestly, for all the things it just said on the, on the side over there. I'm getting mostly, like... It's a 6.8%, so it's not a session IPA. But I'm getting real session IPA feels from it. Like, there's some flavor there, but the depth isn't really there. Um, Let's go... Uh, let's give it the Charlie Coil. We got a 13 taste ability. Uh, drinkability... Eh. 19. It's, like, pretty drinkable for an IPA, but also, like... You know, if you're going to be 6.8% alcohol, bring the flavor. I like it. Yeah, it sounds like I've got a similar beer here. It's uh
0: the Day Trip Session IPA from Gary Brewing Company. As I was going to say, I actually also think this one was a session. I didn't realize it said it on the can, but <laughs> glad my taste confirmed it. Very similar color to the one you got over there, Chris. Uh, anyway, this is... Kind of unique it's only a four percent IPA you don't really see that going around too much but it says it's for the days that a full bodied IPA is too much and a pilsner just won't cut it day trip is the beer you want on those warm summer days in Maine they're getting there it's a 75 degrees out <laughs> no it's actually been pretty hot lately but today was pretty cool pretty cool cool calm both anyway here's the beer qualm 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 which is uh, another word um pretty hot it is. it is another word I'm pretty hoppy, not too much flavor. Honestly, I'm I'm thinking the same thing. It's gonna be like a ten on uh, on tasteability, drinkability. A decent, but it's like mostly hop. So I don't know. There's not too much to support the hop flavor. So I'm gonna go uh, a tasteability like a. Mm, Drinkability, I already said tasteability. Drinkability like a 13 or more more Charlie Coyle. It's the Charlie Coyle party, future number one center, <laughs> Charlie Coyle. All right.
2: That's good. Oh boy. All right. So yeah, we're Which kind of segues into the next point. <laughs> yeah. Fr- fr- so Friday news dump. Uh we got all the bad news. Well, I guess most of the bad news in one day. And they saved some for today. Um uh, Brad Marchand, Charlie McAvoy, Mikey Riley, all getting surgeries. Grizz. Uh, yeah, Grizz, another surgery guy. Bergeron, another sh- surgery guy, but he, he is apparently uh, got a shorter recovery time. Yeah, so the, it looks like the Bruins are going to go into the season next year with the highly diminished lineup, depending on who they end up signing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I – we got a lot to talk about there, but the big news we'll talk about off the top uh, just announced today, as of this recording yesterday, as of the release of this episode, uh, Bruce Cassidy, no longer the head coach of the Boston Bruins. Um, Thoughts? We want
0: you to be the next head coach of the Boston Bruins, dear listener. Um, Um. Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: I, I thought that was it. Real, real fun stuff. I, I that it. Best. Is that it, or I, I well, I no, he
0: jumped it or... with the almost I was gonna let you run with it. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: um yeah (laughs) this fucking Um, bear (laughs) the bear is killing me man it's so good um so i think it was the best move i think it was the best move they they could have made no um i think they were in the situation sweeney was in the situation where it was him or cassidy there was going to be a change off the ice there was going to be a change in, in management and coaching or something i think Sweeney probably just saw it as, and like, it's me or him, honestly. They, they, I think ownership really was seeking a, a big change like that. I don't think that's the right decision. I think maybe you get rid of Sweeney if you have to get rid of anyone, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, no, that was stupid. You have a fucking fantastic coach, um, who led this team to a Stanley Cup final. Um, more nights than not he seems to be getting the the best out of his guys, the most out of his players um, I really I, I don't I don't get it uh, other than like the politics of it behind the scenes.
0: Yeah uh, I mean it's entirely politics uh, look at the statement that Casper that uh, that Sweeney put out uh, he said today I informed Bruce Cassidy that I was making a head coaching change after 14 years working with Bruce this was an extremely difficult decision. I want to thank and acknowledge Bruce for all his work and success with the Bruins organization. His head coaching record with the Bruins is impressive and we are appreciative of Bruce, both professionally and personally. After taking some time to fully digest everything, I felt that the direction of our team for both this season and beyond would benefit from a new voice. I think Cassidy's, or I think uh, Sweeney's right. I think it would benefit from a new voice. Uh, The issue was that Cassidy's voice was not the one they needed to go. It was probably somebody else in the front office, be it, be it Neely or Sweeney. Um, I don't know. I mean, you look at the, just the numbers, they don't lie under Cassidy for his five years that he was here. The Bruins had a 671 winning percentage, second best in the league behind only the Tampa Lightning. Um, it's just one of those things where. What were you expecting from him? I mean, like uh, you gave him a pretty mediocre roster after, you know, you got like you got the first line and pretty much one good top pairing. And that's about it as far as, you know, realistic. Playoff worthy depth goes, and I think the Bruins played about to their potential this year, and and probably a little bit better. And I think Cassidy had a lot to do with that. And it, uh, it, it Drew's right. It seems like it's one of those things where it's just strictly the politics off the ice, and you hate to see that kind of thing because you know he's gonna get snatched up somewhere else, and
2: in three years we're gonna be looking around saying, you know,
0: why
2: didn't we keep that guy around? Yeah, I guess the the two things I'll I'll add, not necessarily as counterpoints, but maybe as like differing opinions that aren't necessarily my opinion, but maybe a different way to look at things. Um one uh it could either it, it could be that like some of the players were kind of just sick of Cassidy. Like yeah maybe I, I don't really like the lost the room term, but um maybe just some guys were, were getting tired of that one voice. Kind of like the Barry Trotz thing. Like when you see a really good coach get fired it Feels like there's got to be another reason. And yeah, the obvious reason is that the Bruins needed to blame somebody, and uh, Sweeney didn't want that to be him. So uh, they got rid of Cassidy. But uh, I mean, if you're looking at it and you're thinking, all right, David Craigie's coming into town to do some thinking and drink some beers, Truce uh, Bergeron's doing some thinking about whether he wants to return or not. Uh, Jake DeBrusque has openly requested a trade because he wasn't getting along with Cassidy. Um, maybe those are some things that you factor in when you're thinking, all right, maybe w- if we have a chance to retool this roster a little bit and maybe improve there, maybe we'll want to hang on to some of the guys we have already, maybe bring back some guys who were there before, who uh, kind of wanted to get out of there because they weren't really enjoying Cassidy. Um and I guess the other thing is, I think we were all kind of on the same page about the Claude Julian firing too. I think we all kind of liked him, and um, I mean, it it's not always going to work out every time you bring in a new voice, but kind of felt like Cassidy was an extension of the same kind of philosophy, mm-hmm. um, and you know, mm-hmm. maybe there's someone out there who can who will provide a similar service and um just be kind of like a fresh different voice in the room um regardless i think a lot of people are doing the sky is falling thing just because there are so many things up in the air right now and taking away a good head coach doesn't seem like the right move at the time but maybe if this is the thing that kind of gets those things to fall into place i'm not going to be too mad about it um and i don't want to sit here
1: Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. My point yeah, stupid. I, You'll hear it in a bit. <laughs> I, I don't want
2: to sit here and pretend like Bruce Cassidy is like the best coach in the league or my favorite coach or anybody who I've never questioned any of the decisions he's made. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm not too broken up. I'll be like, i I think he's a good coach. I think he's a good guy. Like, so obviously it, like, it hurts. Um, and yeah, you're going to, you're going to see some takes out on, on Twitter and, uh, I think a lot of them are going to be a little irrational and kind of overblowing the the case here. It's not time to, like, blow up the team just because a few players have, haven't signed yet and a couple of players are injured at the beginning of the season and there's going to be a new coach. Like, maybe things will fall into place and it won't be that bad.
0: Yeah. I will say that's, like, the one – uh Angle, I guess I can support, and I, I'll be disappointed. I guess if they like bring in another Bruce Cassidy type, if that makes sense, because I, I and that's the angle I can get behind is like, hey, it, we generally, you know, think you're a good coach and stuff. It's just we're deciding we want to build a roster that plays to a, a different skill set or a different style of play, and you know, that's just not Cassidy's thing. So if they bring in somebody else who's like, you know, a Bruce Cassidy type, I'll be a little bit upset about it, but. Um, you know, if they do make a, make a change and try to implement a new playing style and, you know, obviously there's going to be changes in any head coaching change, but if they kind of make a more dramatic twist and, and try to buy into something else, I think that'll make a little bit more sense. So, um, you know, <clears throat> give it a few weeks or whatever it's going to take to, to bring, I can't imagine being more than that, but uh, to bring somebody else on board and then kind of, I think, reevaluate then once we have a better idea of, of what they're trying to do.
2: Yeah, I just want to offer my mom's opinion here. Uh, She said, "Hmm, can't be easy to find a new coach as qualified." But I do hear that after a while, players stop listening to their coach. That's why their last coach was fired. Couldn't motivate the team anymore. There you go. That's a pretty good take. Shouts Claudia.
0: That's uh, Claudia,
2: Julianne. Wait,
1: what? Here, I'll give uh, my my uh, family group chat's reaction to the fire. um everybody my, text
0: your mom about the, the Bruce Cassidy <laughs> my dream. cousin See, Eric started it
1: my co- cousin Eric started off at 705 fuck and then followed up uh in all caps fuck um and then my uncle said they fire Cassidy and Eric said yes fuck.
0: <laughs> everybody said fuck
1: and then my uncle said I think it's a big mistake my other uncle said oh boy and then my dad's cousin said fuck I don't like it at all <laughs> So I think that I don't I haven't seen anyone really out there who's been like, oh, yeah, that's the right move. I really haven't. And usually my dad there said are, there is some polarizing stuff in Bruins Twitter. realms. and Rome, so. My dad seemed nonplussed,
2: but also said sometimes you have to do something and then uh, asked who was available, said no to Barry Trotz and said if they want to shake it up, find a young AHL or even a college coach. And I kind of agree with that. If you're going to. If you're going to move somebody like it, Cassidy yeah. out, just like getting a different voice in there who's uh, basically like the same kind of guy. Uh, and I don't mean like the same. I, I definitely uh, want somebody who has the same kind of philosophies as Cassidy. I want the kind of guy who also his players get tired of him after a couple seasons.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I really, I would love to see Mark Reckie. That would be fucking lit if you got him behind the bench, he got fired right yeah
2: he got fired as an assistant coach yeah exactly dude (laughs) that's what i'm
1: talking about that's what i'm talking about he's on the market bergeron and marshy just fucking rope him in and be like bergeron will be like i'll give it another go with uh with Recky, and then david creche will be like all right i'll be an assistant player coach
2: Honestly, like, let's go. You're you're probably not far off on what some of the thinking is there. Like, it, that could absolutely be a thing that Sweeney and and Neely are thinking. Like, oh yeah, we could get Mark Reckie in here. That'll keep Bergeron around. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a uh, let's... dumb, short-sighted move. But yeah,
1: it, I, th- I think I like think it that. would be great. He's m- one of my favorites. Of Maybe Bergeron's going to be the head coach. Yeah, yeah. But player coach i'm telling yeah. you they should go they should go that route that'd be great is that is, is that it. still legal is that still technically legal to have a player coach why
2: not yeah why not i mean it'd don't... be funny if you could if you could like pay him a coach's salary and then like a player salary so like he's making five million dollars as a coach yeah. and then 1.5 as a player <laughs> like appearance bonuses a, for himself
1: he's got a hidden selkie and uh jack adams clause. so if he wins both in one year then he gets a, an extra five
2: yeah um i had another really smart salient point that i definitely uh, still remember um so nice. someone talked I him it was both smart that. and salient
0: yeah <laughs> We um, should be silent and it awkward. For you to yeah, we
1: could do
2: that too.
0: Oh wait, wait, hey, <laughs> uh, uh, it is
1: it is time. Do you know what it's time for? Do you Rapids? fucking understand me right now? <sighs> Welcome everybody, hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs and sports new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs with DraftKings same game parlays you can do just that create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win how many goals will be scored and more it's your shot and an even bigger payout Uh Chris was that enough time for you to remember what you were? uh No. <laughs> Good. All right. We're sponsored by DraftKings hockey fans. <laughs> um... Give run it run back,
0: <laughs> baby.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess uh I mean as far as the the Cassidy stuff goes, that's probably all we need to
1: discuss. We'll
2: we'll keep touch on it as we go um through the off season and kind of figuring out what the what the Bruins are up to and um I, I think a big a big part of who they choose as their coach is going to be uh, what their plan is. Like, is Bergeron retiring? Are they going into the tank? I mean, I think their roster is a little too talented at this point to consider actually tanking for some of those top players. Obviously, it's a loaded draft class next year.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Connor but, the dog.
2: Yeah, not not guys who pass the name test, like Rut- Rutger McGroerty.
1: Um, dude but the, that's, that's that absolutely. would be sick that'd be awesome they should uh yeah just go off names alone we should do that sometime for some off-season content we do like a draft preview but it's we it's just the best names it's not the best prospects we should do yeah. that let me get i guess one
2: of the things i don't think this was the thing i was going to talk about but one of the things that I, I heard a lot of people talking about on twitter is uh Okay, so a lot of the Bruins are going to be on injured reserve to start the season. That gives them cap space to sign free agents, and yeah, that's totally true. Unless you want any of those players coming back and playing in the regular yeah, season. Like, yeah. What do you mean you can't? It's not yeah. like the salary cap only starts at the
0: first game
2: it counts in the one game of the season. Like, um, so yeah, if you, if you want to Kucherov, Marshan, and have him uh, sit the whole season, play the playoffs, then. Sure. Uh, go out and sign Nazim Kadri or whatever, but um for now, Bruins are still capped out.
1: Nazem Kadri is done for the the final, which sucks. So if he's been, yeah, maybe well, he's he, on a recovery, but if the Bruins did like, him, it'd be the same thing. He'd be the Yeah, control. he like broke his he broke his finger or something, right? Yeah. Dude, um, fucking Mike Riley with bone fragments in his ankle. Like that's fucking not yeah. skating around with that shit. Like what? I Lucky mean it's pretty really funny, crazy. like
2: the two Bruins defensemen who had like the the worst second halves and like were getting the most shit about it, or Mike Riley and Matt Grizzly, and uh turns out sometimes you know <laughs> They got being, something else going on. Being um, injured,
0: yeah. He's
2: but yeah, I guess I wrong. guess n- number one thing I want to talk about about all those injuries is uh, not necessarily the impact on Patrice Bergeron's decision because I think you know, we've watched Bergeron for so many years. This man is like Tom Brady level competitive. He's just not an asshole about it. He's like willing to do anything for his team to win. I don't think this is the type of guy who's like looks at a roster and says, "Hey, like a couple of my buddies are out for the first couple of months of the season. I guess I quit." Um, I, I think he sees that and goes, "All right, my team needs me. I'm going to be in there. Uh, if anything." Um, but I think the the biggest issue is the cap situation. And what you want to do if you're the Bruins front office is relieve some of that cap and take some redundant players and maybe move them. Um, and two of those redundant players are both hurt at the same time, like Riley and Matt Grizzlick. And I think Matt Grizzlick was the one that was looking like the more likely to fetch some decent return and gets relieves more of your cap situation. Um, and now he's out for the first couple of months of the season, and it makes uh, it makes trading him either more difficult or receiving anything in return for him more difficult. Yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I don't have much to add to it. That's a pretty good take, yeah. Fuck yeah, boys. <laughs> Fuck yeah, boys. Fucking pucks, pucks the net, full 60, fucking early and often, boys. Let's get it. <laughs> Uh, Drew, anything from...
1: That's what we call a there? perfect shift out here. Yeah. Anything on what? <laughs> I, went and gra- I grabbed a new beer, so... I, I oh, hell yeah. Of the, of what, <laughs> 30 uh, to 45 second shifts on and off. Yeah, boys. Uh, do we have time for listener questions? Or...
2: Uh, I mean, I was hoping to split that into episode two. I don't know if like you guys want to record episode two later in the week or if we want to tap in... Uh, Lancy and jess and do the second half now
0: up to y'all i gotta call in a minute here but um if you want i'm happy to do it later this week with drew or yeah i'm down for or it. if y'all want to do it now
1: i'm down for later this week yeah
2: all right cool i'll set it out
1: i'm ready no worries um
2: how funny. many listener questions
1: we got yeah not hey, not you know? not many. I don't think actually. Let's just do them. Yeah, we got one. Like, quick. Yeah, yeah. There's only a couple. Um. Uh, oh, I think there's five. Oh no, no, it's not five. It's like four or five. Okay. Anyway, uh, listener questions. Here we go. Um, Eric Ripperson at Eric Ripperson says, "Go to just got fired beer." Um, Lancey replied to that. All of them. Um, that's a good answer but what's your go-to just got fired beer uh, I think for me it's got to be like a triple IPA or something
2: Uh my just got fired beer is the unofficial official light beer the Brews and Bruins podcast and that's Miller Light everybody if you just got fired from your job reach for a Miller Light it'll really satisfy those cravings for just feeling sad and lonely. And <laughs> I hope you are doing okay. I'm sorry you lost your job. Please do responsibly. <laughs> we like yeah. please do responsibly. That, that ad started off hot and took a real dark. No, turn. It got, it got better as it went.
0: <laughs> um, I'm going something comforting, so I'm going like a like a like a like a lunch from main beer company plus you're going to need to afford lunch you knock out lunch you knock out a beer at
1: the same time it's there you go yeah i'm sure that's what it says on the can like under the (laughs) subscription standard whatever calorie wise probably um sean rajat at sean underscore rajate i have one dot 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 and it's a uh, it's a gif of uh, why God why? I assume that means Cassidy. Uh, same thing, well, not same thing exactly, but same rhythm, same tune from DF Pendris uh, at DF Pendris. The hell is that? I think that was in response to the picture of the can, which oh. I do agree. The hell is that? Yeah, it's the Viridian IPA. Oh, was a shower beer beers. what do you know yeah i was having a shower beer this is nice. before the pod i texted you guys tweet this out my hands are wet and oh. no one did it yeah so I did it later i was at work
2: yeah i'm having
1: a shower beer and it needs to be documented chris like come on <laughs> um let's see next up uh from rob schlosser at R. Schloss, 33 Favorite shower beer. Uh, I'm just gonna have to say the Viridian because it's documented and <laughs> I can't I can't go back now. <laughs> um
0: favorite shower beer. You want something lighter in the shower, at least usually, I think. I guess it depends on the vibe, but I feel like usually like a hot shower, you want something lighter. Mm-hmm. Um I'm kind of the one that's standing out to me is a Corona. Uh, I know it's kind of an easy like little go-to, but toss lime in there, a little bit of citrus going
2: on. A lime and
1: the coconut.
2: It's funny you say that because I was going to go with the Modelo lime and salt. Ooh. That's, that's been the, so I've been taking most of my showers over at the new house. And that was the the beer we had over there for, for a bit. And my, but most of my drinking was just having one of those beers in the shower and uh, just kind of hit the spot.
0: I, I love uh, the idea that most of your drinking is, is shower beers. That's <laughs> incredible. That's God, so I've awesome. Been,
2: uh, I haven't been drinking a whole lot of it That's like oh, some I can't your time drink, dad drink on the pod. Right there. It's like I, I, I don't okay, only drink yeah, with so, the shower. So I the, can't these I are can't. my drinking times. It's uh, in, in the shower. Uh, mowing the lawn You'd skip and, the next one and being on the pod <laughs>
1: there you go i i think um i think it like i can't wait to own a house and then i can shower beer whenever i want <laughs> yeah. something you can't do while it's, you're renting you number, number one homeowner <laughs> activity that
2: you can't do while you're a renter
1: um
0: Rob um, why can you
1: not shower beer when you're renting and that was that was the joke there's an error. yeah it was just a little I bit of thought I thought that was yeah. like is there something
0: that I don't know about shower beers is damaging my <laughs> like how would that work yeah it is, is renters
2: just hate drain. actually just it probably helps can't do train, this
1: <laughs> yeah, to my, my lease. It, no shower beers on my lease. no shower beers <laughs> no <Yeah. of> dogs <laughs> the
2: clickbait is uh, landlords hate this yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> 20
0: totally legal tricks that landlords don't want you to know about
2: you can
1: shower have beer. a shower beer if you want. <laughs> it's a free goddamn country. It's number one. Um uh, Rob's second question here. Who is your pick for new head coach and why is it Lancey? I feel like Lancey's just like got the knowledge, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and he's he's got the he's got the stoicism behind the bench, you know. You, you need you need somebody who you have all that confidence in um, when when you're down one with 45 seconds left, and he calls timeout. You you don't want somebody who's who's just you know you can't trust the words that they're saying. And you don't really believe in them. Uh somebody as soon as he speaks, you listen, and you know that he is telling the truth, and he believes and nothing all the but words the truth he's saying. <laughs> You can't handle the truth.
0: <laughs> I'll um. go ahead and disagree with you. I think, uh, I think Lancy is not a coach. I think Lancey's is a GM. I think he's a big picture guy. Mm. I think, uh, I mean, we've seen his, his, his formula sheets, so it's a little bit of cheating. And you know, I know he's a, an avid stats keeper. Um, <clears throat> see, I feel like Lancey is uh, is a little bit too kind of a soul to be a coach in some ways. Um, I think if you need to get fired up in the third period, I don't know if Lance is the guy behind the bench. Cause I feel like, again, he's big picture. He's gonna be like,
2: look guys, if we don't win this one, it's okay. all right. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know we were going on with this one. I thought we were going to just like just... <laughs> I mean, I feel either. Like he's gonna, like... gonna say it's all right.
0: We don't need to win this one.
2: We got so many more games left. I yeah, just we... want you
0: guys to have fun and we'll we need, win we need later. Our...
2: We need a quiet king up in the front office. Yet. Yeah. And I feel like
0: he's, he would be good at swindling opposing GMs and uh, sounding nice about it. So, um, yeah, I'm going Lancey for GM. That's not the question, but now it's in what position would Lancey have? That's <laughs> the, question.
2: the real answer is I don't know who I want. Probably a ref because he's really coach. fair. No, uh, I would
1: say Lancey would have to be like the – like behind the scenes data analyst guy yeah stats guy. like that would be if i like was gm of a team like i would totally be like lancy 100 for that shit like for many of the reasons chris has said um mm-hmm. and just he's he's really passionate about that stuff i would totally be there. but he's the new head coach according to sweeney um uh let's see was there anything else um patrick laverty aka plaverty 24 p laverty uh it's the middle of summer there's no new bruins news so i can't imagine there's anything to talk about um and then uh lancey said more druid history lessons actually so uh tune in next time for potentially another edition of druids and druids (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we'll bless soul. <laughs>
2: yeah let's let's hope there are no friday news drops um for real I'm, I'm gonna be at a bachelor party in austin and if if i'm at a if i'm at like a cowboy bar or whatever with the mechanical bull and i hear that patrice bergeron's retiring i'm gonna have some problems
0: uh, promise that, that like, you have you have content you, somebody gets content if you do that so yeah 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 Fun, everybody. See you for the mechanical bulls and red bulls. I don't fucking know.
1: Whatever. Bulls and bulls. <laughs> <laughs>